to Fresh Bread from Candy's Kitchen. Today we are going to serve up some yummy bread with lots of preservatives. And I say a lot of preservatives because it's the kind of bread that will preserve you in many, many different types of days. We're going to go to Psalm 100 for our devotion today. Psalm 100 is a unique psalm in that it is simply a song of praise, a song of thanksgiving, a psalm that is written evidently when someone is just having a great day. And by great day, I I want to refer to the fact that there are great days when it just seems like I could walk on clouds or walk on the water. It's like uh, everything's going my way. Uh, there are times when all the bills are paid and you're ready for a great vacation and all your family is healthy and the church is doing fantastic and you have the best friends in all the world and you just you just feel like everything is great and it's in those times i think when we have those great days that we can actually think clearly we can think clearly in those moments for those days when everything's not going so good when there are bills to pay and there's not enough gas for the gas tank when the kids are sick when you're not going on vacation and you you know what I'm talking about but when we're having good days it's like almost like our thinking sometimes is cleared uh, I, I hate to reference a non-spiritual song but there was a song, and I don't know what it's all about, so please don't judge me, but it says, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see not obstacles in my way. And it's just like there's a time when when there's days when you just, you're, you're thinking better. And I think this great day is happening in Psalm 100. We don't know exactly who wrote Psalm 100. It's up for debate. Uh, it could have been written by David. Uh, most of the Psalms are. It may have been written by him, but his name's not on it particularly. Uh, it could have written, been written by the, uh, I don't know, he's somebody, some big shot in the music department, Asaph. It could have been written by uh, the sons of Korah. We don't know, but we, it, what I do know is that it was written in a good day, a great day, when evidently things were just going the right way for someone. And while things are going the right way, they put to, uh, to the pen of the word of God the things that really we need to have in our head and in our heart for those days when maybe we're not thinking so clearly. So let's let's just kind of dive in here today. It starts with, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. In other words, it doesn't matter your culture. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter uh, how you, how you, put life together. Uh, it doesn't matter the land. You can be from the Czech Republic or the Bahamas or uh, the United States of America. But it says for all of us to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. 
In other words, you know, just say something good to God that shows that there's joy in your heart. The next verse says, serve the Lord with gladness. Sometimes in difficult days, we will serve the Lord. And I believe that we get we get uh, points uh, if there is such a point system. I think we get points for serving the Lord even in times when it's difficult to serve him. I, I've had those days where I have gone and done what I should be doing for the Lord and but I, it wasn't with gladness. And I think he still the Lord still gives us uh kudos for those times when we just serve him even when it's tough. But I think what the writer on this great day is trying to say to us is make sure that you have a heart of gladness when you serve the Lord. A smile on your face, a smile in your heart, a smile when you are dealing with some situation uh, with someone else, maybe where maybe they're not even being very nice to you, but just just to return that glad joyfulness. Uh, serve the Lord with gladness. And so I, I think in this good day, this person is writing saying, make sure you have this down in your head and in your heart so that when you have a bad day, it's still in your head and your heart. And you can say, you know what, I can serve the Lord with gladness. And then it says, come before his presence with singing. Well, a couple things there. First of all, come before his presence. The most important thing in our lives is that we frequent the presence of the Lord, that we go before him. And then it says, go before his presence with singing. The good thing is God is not a judge of how well we sing. God is just the judge of do we sing. And do we sing with a heart of joy and gladness and thankfulness? Come before his presence with singing. The third verse then says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. I love that one because there is one God and I know him. I know him as my Lord. And so on the good days, make sure you have it down that the Lord is your God. Because that little piece of information will keep you in the tough times. Because when maybe maybe everything is dark and gray and sickness and death and not enough money and you fill in the blank on those days, it's such a joy to know that the Lord is still God. And so it's good for us to have that down in our head and in our heart. The next thing that we see here in Psalm 100 is that you've got to know that it is God that made us and not we ourselves. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We were created by God. God was in the womb of our mothers. I believe he spoke to us in that womb about maybe what we're going to do in life. And then we spend our life trying to align ourselves with that will of God. But he was there putting us together. And beyond that, it's he that made us. If there's anything good in my life, if there's anything good in your life, it's because God intervened in our lives and he made us. We're, we're not 
products just of everything that we do. But if we've given our life over to the Lord and we're serving him with with gladness and we're coming before his presence, he is going to make us, not just ourselves. He is the potter. We are the clay. And I am so thankful that God has his hand on our lives. It's he that makes us. That's the reason all glory belongs to God. We don't do it in and of itself, different things, but it's God that works through us. So we know now that it's he that made us and not we ourselves. We are his people. That's a good thing. I belong to him. I am the daughter of Jesus Christ. You are either the daughter of Jesus Christ or you're the son of Jesus Christ. Uh, we're his people. We, we have his name. We can, uh, we can be assured that our Father God is, is, is there in our lives. We are the sheep of his pasture. This person on this great day is saying, don't you forget, don't you forget. We are the sheep of his pasture. He's going to lead you beside still waters. He's going to take you to the green grass. He's going to show you where to get get your food, where you to get sustenance, uh, where you can go to be refreshed. And then if you wander away, the shepherd will come and find you and put you on his shoulders. Don't forget in your good day that that we are the sheep of his pasture. And don't forget it. Get that in your head and in your heart because on the tough day, it doesn't go away. He's still our shepherd and he will still take care of us. We are the sheep of his pasture. Then we get to verse number four where it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. And as I read that verse, all of a sudden, the antennas in my heart go up. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait a minute. You can tell here that he is referring to uh, the Old Testament tabernacle. And the Old Testament tabernacle was created, actually, uh, for two reasons. Moses says, I'm going to build a habitation for the Lord. But then the Lord says in the book of Exodus, I want to dwell among my people. So God calls Moses up into uh, the mountain and for 40 days he's giving him all kinds of instructions that uh, the Ten Commandments, all other kinds of commandments uh, that would help a nation become a great nation. And he also gives him the uh the layout for the Old Testament tabernacle, where God says, I want to dwell among my people. And so if you think about the Old Testament tabernacle, there was a gate to get in. Uh, that gate was, I think, I believe it was about 30 feet long. It was embroidered with purple and red and blue and white. It must have been absolutely incredible. But there was one gate, and then there was 
one court where everybody could go, and it was in that one court where you would offer sacrifice for sin. Then there was an inner court, and that inner court is where the priesthood would, would go. And then beyond the inner court was the Holy of Holies, uh, where the Ark of the Covenant was. So the normal person would have seen one gate and one court. And so when I looked at this, it, it caught my eye because it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. So it's like an invitation to the gates and the courts. And I'm like, well, that's not, that's not accurate because there's only one gate and there was only one court where you could go. And one day when I was teaching in the high school, I was teaching this verse, and it was like the the S on these words just jumped out at me, and I'm like, "What? what, what is that, Lord? And immediately, I had a thought. You can say it was from God, or you can say it was not from God. All I know is that as I'm teaching and I'm questioning, I have this thought about gates and courts. There's only one gate. And I thought, the writer here, is referring to a day that was not a great day. But it was a day when when they were maybe in a wilderness, maybe it was David in the wilderness running from King Saul who would love to have his life. Or maybe it's David running from Absalom, his son, who's taking over the kingdom. Maybe it was a day, it was just not a good day, it was a bad day, it was a sad day, it was a hard day. But when that day came, there had been something in the head and the heart ahead of time where that person recognized, I can go, not maybe not into the gate, the one gate of the Old Testament tabernacle complex, but I can go into another gate and enter into the presence of the Lord. You see, it doesn't take an Old Testament tabernacle gate for me to enter into to get to the presence of the Lord. It doesn't take a gate in Solomon's temple for me to get to the presence of the Lord. Although those would have been wonderful ways to get towards the presence of the Lord. It doesn't take me even to get into the door of a church today because sometimes I can't be there. Maybe, maybe, maybe someone, maybe you're sick or someone in your family is sick. You can't physically get there. I can't go into that door. I can't go through that gate. But you know what? If you have in your head and your heart that there is a place where you can meet God, you can recognize I have gates that I can enter into. I can enter into the presence of the Lord through the gate at the tabernacle, the temple, the church, or anywhere. I can enter into God's presence in the middle of a wilderness. I can enter into God's presence in my workplace. I can enter into God's presence in a hospital. I can enter into his gates. You know, this person was having a great day when they wrote it, but there's something that says they wrote it because they could see clearly at this moment, but they remember the time 
when they couldn't get to the one gate, but they recognized there's more than one gate to get to the presence of the Lord. And then he says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. To be thankful to God for all he's done for us. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are of good report. If there's any virtue, if there's any praise, think on these things. Give thanks to God. To give thanks to God for life. To give thanks to God for health. To give thanks to God for your family. To give thanks to God for food. To give thanks to God for a place to live. For a car to drive. For you name it. On and on and on. To have a thankful heart. And then enter into his courts with praise. In the courts of the Old Testament tabernacle, you could make a sacrifice for your sin. Oh, hallelujah. You could make a sacrifice for your sin. We're all sinners. We all come short of the glory of God. But I'm so thankful that I can enter his courts. And he will take care of those sins and those faults, those shortcomings that we have. So we enter into his gates with praise because only God only God can forgive our sins. And so we, we go in there with praise. He's worthy of praise for who he is. We thank him for the things that he's done and the things that we have, but we praise him for who he is, for what his character tells us. He's wonderful. He's the counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting father. He's the Prince of Peace. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's a mighty deliverer. He's my healer. And so I begin to praise him when I enter into his courts, even though the courts that day may be on a bad day. I can still enter into his courts with praise. Then it says, be thankful unto him and bless his name. Oh, yeah, bless the name of the Lord. There's no name like his name. There's no name like the name of Jesus. Then the writer concludes on this good day. For the Lord is good. The Lord is good. Let me tell you, the Lord is good every day. His mercy is everlasting. There's nothing that we have done or there's not a mistake that we have made, but that the mercy of the Lord will not cover it. You see, he died on that cross. You think he he holds back mercy? Are you kidding? He gives mercy graciously. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures for all generations. God doesn't change the way uh, truth is. Truth isn't one thing for one generation and, and something different for another. We may have customs that are different. We may have cultures that are different, but truth is forever settled in heaven. There is one God who loves his people. So what do I say in today? I've said a lot of stuff, and I hope some of it's made sense to you, but Psalm 100, I believe, is written by someone on a good day. And I think it was, they were seeing clearly on this good day. You know, these are the things I really need to do in the good day. But even in the bad day, God's with us all the time. Praising the Lord, glorifying his name will get us through tough times. 
Steve Richardson many years ago wrote a song that says, wherever I am, I'll praise him. Whenever I can, I praise him. For his love surrounds me like a sea. I'll praise the name of Jesus. Lift up the name of Jesus. For the name of Jesus lifted me. He's always with us. He always cares. And because of that, we have to, on our good day, get it settled in our head and in our heart to make a joyful noise to the Lord, to serve him with gladness, to come before his presence and come before his presence with singing. Have it down in your head and heart that he is the Lord and he is God, that he made us. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. And we can enter into his gates and into his courts with thanksgiving and praise wherever we are. Let's be thankful. Bless his name. He's good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures to all generations. I don't know if you're having a great day today and everything that I'm saying is yes, yes, yes. Or maybe you're having a bad day. But I encourage you, if you're even having a bad day, Seek the Lord. Go towards his gate. Go towards his court. He will meet you there. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He is our God. He is our shepherd. There is no one like him. And I want to serve him. And I hope you want to serve him with gladness all the days of your life. God bless you. Take out that notebook today and just maybe jot down about maybe maybe a note to yourself about I, I need to serve the Lord with gladness every day or or Lord, I just want to praise you for who you are. Or just just write something down to him. I think it'll do your heart good. I hope you're having a great day. God bless you. And we will you will hear from me again, hopefully next week. Uh, on our devotional podcast, Fresh Bread from Candy's Kitchen. Please share this with someone. Share it, share it, share it. Like it on uh, YouTube and Spotify. uh, And I would appreciate that. Thank you. God bless.